Hello and welcome to this episode of the Ranting Atheist Podcast. Today we'll be listening to the deconversion story of a fellow unbeliever and they are from a Christian background, growing up, believing in God and all that, but as time went on, stopped believing and here we are sharing their story. So if you haven't subscribed up, Apple, Spotify, Google, YouTube and other places you find podcasts, then check out the show notes for links you may find useful. If you want to reach out to share your story, feel free. The links are there to reach out, email, WhatsApp, or any other means. Still looking for a place outside Clubhouse. When, when we find, we'll let you know. So now let's go and listen to the conversion story of Victor. Hello, Victor, and you are welcome to the story of an atheist. How are you doing now? Fine. And you? Ah, we, are, we are trying to survive. Is it Bobo's Niger? We don't know who's Niger it will be by, by the May 29th, Abby. But yeah. maybe, maybe they watch. Okay. Yeah, we, so. we hope our family to be the one. <laughs> Ah, I have doubts, but let us see, Sha, because this country is a fucking joke. But let us see. So you're yes. welcome. Um, can we? Thank can you. we? We like to know you uh, a little bit. Hmm? Yeah. So um, your yeah, name, yeah. your location. Um, you say your age. If you don't want to share your age, are you Gen Z? Are you millennial? Um. What do you do for a living and so on and so forth? All right. Okay, my name is Victor Juma. Um, I'm a medical student at Virginia State University, Makodi. Mm, and nice. uh, um, I'm a, I would say I'm, I'm a Gen Z. Okay, nice one, nice one. Have, yeah. they, have, they, have they collected you or you are still in the hustling market? Are you are you collected me? Have they have they snatched okay. you? <laughs> no, I'm seeing I'm seeing the market. I'm single. Oh, are you? Many customers are always single now. They are always single officially, Abi. Quote and unquote. No, you usually don't have time for the hustle and bustle that comes with engaging yourself. Oh, so it is a. Uh, no time. Pa, 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 pa. We move. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, don't forget kill me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to have you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome, bro. So, um, when it comes to this religious um, spectrum, what do you identify as? Are you agnostic? Are you atheist? Are you irreligious? Or you just don't do labels? I don't believe. I don't do label. I don't do all those things. Um, I would say I'm an agnostic atheist, so for short, it is. You're agnostic atheist or what? Yeah, I'm an, I'm an agnostic atheist. You're an agnostic atheist. So when somebody yeah. hears that, how do you describe it to them? How would you describe an, what, what how would you describe agnostic atheist? Okay. Um, agnost- agnosticism is like, um, Acknowledging the fact that you don't, you, 
there might be a possibility for a certain thing, but you can't you can't know for sure. Okay. And being an atheist is like lacking a belief in gods of any form. So uh. to get an agnostic atheist is just a person who lacks a belief in gods of any form, but doesn't claim that there's no possibility of a god. Well, just doesn't know if there is, but since there's no evidence for it, he's not obliged to believe in any of them. Fantastic. Fantastic. That is a very beautiful definition. I love that. I love that. Maybe I'll steal it. I love that. Yeah. Yes. So now let's dive into your religious background. Give us the full lowdown from where you were young. Like, give us the full spectrum. Let us understand how deep were you? How they baptized you? How, you know? How, 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 how bad was the indoctrination, basically? That's how indoctrinated were you. Let's, let's, let's know. All right. So I wouldn't say I was like, I wouldn't say I was so indoctrinated, but like, okay. yes, I was born into a Christian home. My parents are still Christians. Like, I would say I'm the black sheep among them. Like, in a family of seven, I'm the only one for now. Because somehow, somewhere, my siblings are beginning to buy into my ideas. Well, I want them to like find out. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to find out for themselves. And then, um, yeah, so basically, I was born into a Christian home. And, okay, okay like, we are Protestants. So I was not baptized, which, you know. Which really version of Protestant? Like you say Protestant plenty. Um, like I was, it's Protestants, man. You know, I've been Pentecostal anyway. How do they call them? Okay, Protestant. Okay, all of us are Protestant. No problem. Okay, so yeah, I'm. I wasn't the type of person that was always around church at some point. But when I was little, let me say, from ages five to ten, like during like our church, then they used to have children's week of prayer and stuff like that. Okay. So I used to I used to go for rehearsals to practice for the children's week, and sometimes they used to have competitions and. Yeah, I was good with, because basically I had many children's Bible, like many, many versions of uh, children's Bible. So I was like good with all these Bible stories. And then there used to do all these quizzes and I was like the top, top kid back then in my own church. Mm. And then... What, what, what stories, yeah. what's, you know, as a top story, you have a lot of Bible story, but what stories really stuck with you when you were young? Uh, last story where you really like impressed I, blown away by or terrorized I, I, I was just I was fascinated by Jonah's story yeah Jonah's mm. story and then um, David and Goliath basically the uh, battle pass where he used the stone and <laughs> I would like to use that I would like to read that pass very well did you don't tell me? Did you watch? Uh, I don't know which is it. And uh, salty. I don't know. One of these children, you know, these um, all these videos they used to play for children songs. Yeah, this one they were yeah, acting. Like, uh, Goliath gang gang <laughs> Goliath gang. <laughs> gang. 
Choose your man to fight. Come on, you Israelites. I will bother in this day, my head. Like, I, I watched I watched many depictions. I watched many movies. My dad used to buy us DVDs and then all of okay. that. I watched a lot. And then back then on one particular channel, Hosanna, Bible Belt, I'd be something like that. We used to watch all this. Uh, so yeah, I'm conversing with them. And then uh, um, yeah, let me see. But my parents are not this kind of parents that like always want you to go to church or like they're not just like where we're just this kind of people that on sunday will go to church and that's it we don't do all this fellowship okay. stuff and all of that yeah they were just mostly sunday christians they didn't do the extra part so going through all these things did you believe that with all your bibles do you believe god was real did you believe that? yes as as at the time but like I usually had questions, but my questions were just they didn't have any intent of doubting the existence of God. Okay. They were they only had intent of knowing more about him as at the time. Mm-hmm. No, because during my teenage age I started getting the intent of doubting if he was actually there. Mm. Really? That's 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 serious. How yeah. did you navigate to your teenage years with your belief? How did I do it? How did you navigate those doubting periods? Okay, so I'll start from when I was little. Like when I was little, I'll be like, then I used to, I you know Lego now, these building blocks. I used to, yeah, yeah. I was like, so fun. I had them many. So I used to like. A small boy now, me building houses and playing with my toys. I used to be like, what if God himself was like, he was a child in a particular house. And then he was now playing with us as Lego, like building blocks and all of that. Very good and then question. I remember, I remember at the time, mostly I'll play with my Lego in the parlor and then in the night I won't pack it because probably I built a very beautiful house that day. And then my dad will now come and step on it and he'll start quarreling that I don't pack my toys and stuff like that. So I used to be like, what is one day God's father will now come and, oh, <laughs> will now come and quarrel in the pack of <laughs> And then we'll be gone. And I used to think, okay, probably that's the end of the world. And all of yeah, children's imagination now. So yeah. that was it for the time. And then Moving on, I started, I was like, I was fascinated with science, like astronomy, sciences in general. As a teenager? So, yes, yes, yes. Mm, Even up to now. That was like, mostly, that was where I started having... (laughs) What do you mean even up to now? You are a male student, like, bro, come on. (laughs) You don't need to tell us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... Basically, like when I was when I was old enough to like get my interest in basically astronomy is what you should usually spark that particular thing mm. in your head, and you'll be like, see how large the universe is, and how you start going to YouTube for research and all of that, and then over time you start coming across some scientists that are atheists. They won't come clean that they are, they are atheists, obviously, mm. but with the way they are explaining, you know that. 
Yeah, they are not actually religious people and stuff like that. And then, yeah. from over time, all these doubts, all these thoughts, they built up. And then, I think I, in my mind, I officially left religion last year in March. Yeah, in March. <laughs> yeah, so gas clap, gas clap. Yeah. Carry on. So, um, I would say the whole, the meanest, like, the meanest doubting stage started in December of 2020. Uh, mm. Sorry, in December of um, 2021, I mean to say. Okay, so, like, was, I was yeah. like, um, I started getting to understand logical fallacies and all those times the book of Genesis, they never rhymed with me. And all these things that 1,000, 1,000, yeah, is it 1,000 days for man? Is how they should do all their lives now. Uh, so it, basically, I'll be like. 1,000 years is like a day to God. I'll sit down. Exactly, exactly. 1,000 years for man is a day to God. Okay. So basically, now, like, according to science and all of that, my major doubt was like, okay. We know that our planet is obviously not 6,000 years old. We know our, pla- our planet is 4 billion years old. So if I'm to pick up that Bible narrative, it's not rhyming. Because even if you say, okay, a thousand, days, a thousand years for man is a day for God. Now, let's say it took um, God six days or so now to create everything. So that's 6,000 years for God. And then if you keep adding up those things, it's still an insignificant, uh, insignificant figure compared to what we know is real. So like, why? Like, how are these things? And then you keep thinking about the dynamics of prayer. You get to see that there are certain kids in war zones. Like, since they were born, they were born into war. Yeah. And then you'll be like, why is there why is there preferential treatment for certain kids living in good places and others are like like and all those things you start thinking them in your head and then it just it just dawns on you that uh, something is wrong somewhere. They just just obviously something wrong somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then over time you just have to leave. So so that yeah. So that's when you finally, after putting all those, putting all those in, yeah, I do not put those things in my head. So how did you get rid of the fear of hell? Did you even believe hell was yeah. real when you used to believe? That was that was a major. When I was deconverting, that was mm-hmm. like a major, very very major obstacle I had to cross. My deconversion story wasn't like I just turned to an atheist all of a sudden. First of all, I started with okay. With the way the universe is, probably there's something somewhere controlling us, but I just don't think it's the God of the Bible. But probably there's something somewhere with heaven and hell. Mm-hmm. And then I lived with that for like about a month or so. And then somehow, some way, I don't know if you have watched this uh, movie, um, this Robin Hood movie now. Uh, I, I'm forgotten the name of that. I'm forgotten the director of the movie, but it's basically depicting a Robin Hood story. So, like, in that movie, 
in that movie, I can remember there was an arc that there was a there was a character that is an arc bishop. So he came up with a statement that hell is hell is a device created by the church to keep the masses in check. Mm-hmm. So that particular quote, like he lit up. Yeah, there's something he now brought up like this. I started making research and all of that, and then I started seeing how mythological all these things was. I I had to learn about the afterlives of like basically other religions, and then mostly I would say YouTube helps me a lot. Like all these channels on YouTube where they break down the myths. So like, yeah, they'll be like, okay, and a major a major turning point was when I now even discovered that back then in primary school our social studies they'll tell you that uh, Muslims are Christians they worship one God just that different mode of worship but mm-hmm. later on like researching deep I see that we are basically doing very 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 different things and I'm like so actually I'm going to the most to my own hell and I'm like no no so somehow some way I now discovered that hell was in me and then uh, I I just used YouTube and discovered more, and then somehow I just got over that fear of hell. Like over time, if you, if you keep researching, the fear just keeps fading away, fading away, fading away, and then before you know it, it has left you. So nice, nice. Like now, like this, I basically crack jokes with like most of my Christian friends about hell and all of that. You know them now; they are very scared. Uh-huh, man. Because he's like laughing and I'm like, guy, oh, I, I wish I wish you guys just realize this thing sooner. You can't blame them because when it has yeah, been it has been been taught to you from a young age, it is so yeah. so hard. Because for me, I had, it was a video or a podcast, how they just describe like heaven and hell is just basically carrot and the stick. Uh, <laughs> concepts. So, depending on the kind of person you are, if you are motivated by reward, heaven yeah. will motivate you. If you are someone who is a stubborn goat, hell will be the king yeah. that they will use to lash you. So, either way, <laughs> you are keeping but, in line. Actually, I had many traumas from hell, though, like because you, I don't know if you read any of these books about people having experiences and going to hell and coming back to write about whatever they saw there. I had, in our house, we had like three different versions of those kind of books. And then imagine, it. I was very fascinated with reading and stuff. Imagine a 10-year-old boy reading something like that. Oh you, you can imagine the kind of fear that, you, that would be instilled yes, in you. I can remember depriving myself of watching things like Ben 10, what? Dragon Ball Z. Yes. Because in the books, they said Ben 10 is a character from hell. Even Michael Jackson. I remember my dad was a very huge Michael Jackson fan. We had like plenty CDs of Michael Jackson. But all of a sudden, I, if my dad is playing Michael Jackson, I'll find a way to run away. Like them, they didn't know that was what was happening. But like me, in my own head, I was like... Uh. <laughs> I was running away from listening to it. Them, they'll be vibing to it, and me, I'll be trying to avoid it because I read in a book that Michael Jackson is, back, is backsliding in hell, and that's how they move in hell. And then Ben 10, all these characters are in hell. Oh, it was a lot. Wow. Aha. Oh, it's really funny. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, so even if, if uh, wait before I like, were you a believer? Did you ever? I'm sure you believed Juju was real, now, be Juju is a ah, evil other shit. A lot now, a lot jazz. I even used to bring out, you know, most of the time we don't even experience things, it's just that other people just us will not mm-hmm. claim as our own gist. So I used to claim plenty gist that time about jazz. Ah, I was a how huge fan. Then. How did you stop being a fan? Basically, if, fan? If, if hell and heaven is not real, it obviously cancels anything in spirituality for me. <laughs> as far as, <laughs> I like that. Auto- automatic. To me, that's the foundation of what they call spirituality. So if basically the foundation is not there, what are you building upon? Nothing. So hmm. the fact that I was able to counsel out heaven and hell, it just it helped me get rid of any other thing, spirituality at all. It wasn't for me again. Hmm. That's 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 good. That's because it all depends on the person. Sometimes hell and by the time you deconvert, hell is usually after hell goes, Juju yeah. might still hang around. For no, some people, it will take a while no, before no. they lose that because that that what is keeping Juju alive is fear. Say, ah, me they don't touch you. And yeah. meanwhile, exactly. a lot of them are just using tricks. <laughs> I remember, I remember seeing one of your posts on the um, Twitter where you, yeah, one guy was hyping Juju anyhow, and you were like, David Blaine, we <laughs> we have all of them for dinner. No, like, David Blaine, yeah, we see, yeah. David Blaine is actually that guy. Like, I'll be like, if all these things are happening on all these God Talent shows and all of that, like, basically, these are things people do. And then getting to know about hypnosis and how hypnosis works, I'm like, mm. probably to me, I just came up with this theory that all these pastors in all these fake things in church, they'll be like, probably they are, they are unintentionally practicing hypnosis. That's my own theory. I'm not saying it's a fact. <laughs> they are probably ignorantly practicing hypnosis and then everybody could just say, go you. Some yeah, of them yeah. might be even trained with seat actually, and then they'll just be like using this thing to basically cash out from gully people. And I'm like, guy, I'm all, so crazy, so crazy, so crazy. Like, every see them arguing, ah, you they play, they play, don't worry when it's <laughs> happened to you, you know, they just don't exactly. worry. Don't, I'm like, come to my to village, come to Jebu, <laughs> come to Edo, come to this. Come to that. I'm like, oh, yeah. you people, your forefathers, Otomopo, now they sell for museum somewhere <laughs> in France. Ah, oh, yes. Your forefathers, Otomopo, now they do park go. So, what, what the hell? I'm mean, crying your nonsense. It's not even the Ifa people that will come again. They will say, uh, depending on the person, because a lot of them have very varying ideas and it's always expected. They yeah. say yes, uh, Shongo can do something or uh, Ogun can do, but it's not like a yeah. god something. It's like nature and they now to twist of science. I'm like, hey, 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 hey. choose one yes. side. <laughs> because you haven't noticed something that they always do this that science does not know everything. We know exactly science, that, that. science science always hands off where it doesn't know. But yeah, you, people, you people we 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 now bring your own 
your own nonsense. And I want to exactly. keep on to science. They want to say that, and scientifically, that, so, so, and so scientific miracles in the Bible. And the I Quran. don't even ask all the things. That's where if you even ask, that's basically the that's what science is all about. Science is because we don't even understand nature. That's why there's science. If we yeah. understood nature, there will be basically no need for science. Science no. is there for us to continue understanding nature. And I'm like, okay, um, let's. Let's and there's another basic misconception. They actually think that maybe the laws we have in science, they think nature is respecting our laws. They don't know that we made our laws just to better understand nature. Some of our laws, like some of our laws, don't like would I say nature is not obliged to follow whatever we said. That's why That's over time we keep like. Basically, you know, as as at the time, let's use gravity for instance. Newton's okay. gravitational law was like the overall, like what people actually thought was like how the universe works. Yeah. But then over time, you know, in, on the quantum level, when you when you when you break down when you break down materials to the quantum level, we now see that um, Newton's um, gravity gravitational law doesn't work on that level. Now that's where we now brought in Einstein's um, general law of relativity. So that's why the general law of relativity is basically the general and better explanation of how gravity works. But on a very basic level, we use uh, Newton's laws of gravity. But like generally, the general law of relativity is like a better, like that's just one of very, very many examples of these things mm. in science and then these people they don't basically research and they'll just be coming up with their trash and jargon i remember when i when i was a very you know when you're a fresh deconvert like you just have this angry mindset that mm. almost so you have lived a life for so long and you'll be like you'll be the one that wants to change everything but over time you'll see that um, well, these people are so stuck on this belief that you just have to let them be. Over time, if they choose to leave it, sure, they'll leave it. But you just have to somehow leave that your angry 80s stage you get. Yeah, I never leave them. I still live it. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I remember when I when I was a new fresh 80s or more, people from my WhatsApp, they suffer. I, I, I they pity them that time. So because, guy, yeah, I, was, I was literally so angry that I had to live a life for that long in my life. So like back to back, I just used to be posting 80s content then. But over time, I was like, there's no need, there's no need stressing myself because no matter what I say, ah, then they must always get this their logical fallacy they go bring up and no matter how you try to explain it to them, they won't just see your point of view. So I was like, over time, if person get sense, they'll get sense. And so it just be. Mm-hmm. That's why if you try to explain that um, they are that Bible passage of faith without work is dead, it's yeah. a bullshit verse. Like <laughs> faith without work is dead, and that's because work is involved. Work without faith, yeah. we work out. Exactly. Because you, the Jesus lover, you have to work to get results. The Mohammedan yeah. or Islamists will do the work and get results. We atheists, we have to work. So basically, what the atheists in China, they are putting in work and getting results on their economy. Exactly. So it's work, so, work, 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 work. But no matter how I try to explain to them, they don't see it. 
Yeah, they like the, uh, they have to be fit, they have to be graced, they have to mm-hmm. be this and that. So, and those every, are every bad barriers. Luck, yeah, anytime you have bad luck, they are always attributing it to the fact that you lack a belief. And, and I'm like, I don't even get to that time, so. It's always, if something bad should happen to a, a vocal atheist, they will be like, uh-huh, God, don't catch him. Um, God, catch him. <laughs> it's really pathetic that your God has to use something evil to win people to his side. It goes to show how sadistic exactly. motherfucker is. I remember one of, one of my friends posted recently, he, Christopher Hitchens died in 2011. He is now coming to post in 2023 that... Somebody recently died of, you know, uh, Christopher Hitchens that, uh, yeah. died of uh, cancer yeah. of the track. Yeah. Uh-huh. So him is now coming to, he now brought up this narrative. He's a very, he's a huge apologetic. He brought up this narrative that Christopher Hitchens used his mouth, the mouth that Christopher Hitchens was using to slander God. That was what God <laughs> used to do. And I'm like, is this the kind of God you worship? Like somebody has to, he has to prove a point and you're happy following him. Like, guy, can't you like... They don't realize it. They don't realize how it makes them look. It's the same thing with them in Brazil. When they say Brazil, they mock to yeah. God. And God is not... Yeah, bad. God, I, I, I have to see that like, come. Were Christians not affected by this natural disaster? Christians that were not involved in what, you, what you call, call mockery. They were totally not involved. So what are they? No answer. Don't even talk, at least let, let's 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 say they have a point with that. Okay, let, what of the earthquake in Syria and Turkey? Where Christian is not there. Why do, why did he have to go and like it's just basically senseless? Is anything to justify their beliefs? It's it's so sad to watch, but it is yeah. what it is. So uh, let's move on to there's a question I want to ask you, like Looking at yourself now as an unbeliever, comparing yeah. it to yourself when you still kind of believe, do you see any changes, any things that you believe that maybe some uh, bigotries you had that you lost or did you have any before? Or do you understand? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so basically I used to, I used to live in this fear of, of death. You get like, the, you know, there is, there is usually, there usually is still this fear that what if you die today? Are you safe? Are you this? Are you that? So basically, each day, I always try to end the day by asking for forgiveness before maybe I go sleep, I know they wake up, and that kind of thing. But like, being an atheist now, you just live a carefree life, knowing that even as meaningless as life might be, you might gain a lot by adding your own meaning. So that joy of nobody like having to define how I have to live my life, but then I have to define mine and create my own joy. Like that one of, I see that as a huge advantage. That's that shift in mentality is a huge advantage for me. And then just basically don't having to live in fear, basically having to sin. <laughs> Having to sin freely is like is so a you big became an atheist because you wanted to sin. So you are one of those. Atheists. No, 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 no. I'm and not. You just want to <laughs> don't sin. Bring, no, don't bring up those arguments. So what? Uh, the, no, what whatever the cost is, just basically my basis. What? Yes. You said what? It's like I lost you for a while. Hello. Uh huh. Can I hear you? Yeah. 
you were saying something. You said whatever the okay. I said um whatever the attribute has seen is just basic human tendencies. This yeah. is like how we have we have survived over time, lying to get a line to get an advantage and like like basically these are just and then things like a huge part of me like premarital sex and all of that and i'm like basically we humans we are just here to prolong our species and to eat that's the two basic human needs hunger and um reproduction so why yeah why would you now want to like demonize people trying to flex i have no issue with you depriving yourself of orgasms or bro can you just let other people be and stop traumatizing them and things like that so that shift in mentality was a lot for me i i really have like i'm really happy i had to get i had to get this early you know there are people that actually deconvert like in their 40s in their 50s and you you can imagine how long they had to live in fear so i'm really happy i had to think of this like very early. No, it's good. Yeah. So, yeah. um, and that's the mentality I was kind of referring to. Like, I when I was still a Christian, I was very yeah. homophobic. So as soon as I stopped seeing the Bible as something sensible, yeah. I began to understand homosexuality and that hey, yeah. this is I cannot choose to be gay. Yes, yes, yes. The gay person cannot choose to be straight. So, well, yeah. well did you have any preconceived no, notion I- about them before you became an atheist? No, actually, right from time, even when I was a Christian, I never, I, I don't, believe, I don't believe I was homophobic. I always just used to say, yes, I don't support these people, but nevertheless, everybody's entitled to live their lives. I, I had that mindset right from time, but later know. on, and now being an atheist, I'm like, I hate seeing people that are homo. Then if people were homophobic around me, I. I just I saw it as a normal thing, even though I wasn't homophobic. But I didn't I didn't see the need to try to push them back. But now, being mm. an atheist, I see people very homophobic. I like I if it's somebody I can talk to and have a conversation about the homophobia, I actually tell them. I try to explain that this is not something you have a choice over. It's just basically how you are born, and I usually try to cite many examples like. That's just the difference, but I I wasn't homophobic right from time. Nice. Just that now, now I would say I support them, but at the time, I just I didn't care about them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Your mom was still better than my mom. Me, I was actively I was one of the people <laughs> you would have wanted to sit down, and I would not sit down. <laughs> so that's that's how bad it was. Even the same yeah. with um, feeling that as a man you are you are better than a woman. No, no, misogyny. I I wasn't a fan of all of those. No, no, no. I didn't have those mindsets even right. prior to being an atheist. Wow, wow, that's that's fantastic. You, yeah. you, you, you had little lot. Me, I had a lot of rewiring that I needed to do in my in my in my head. So yeah, yeah moving on. I even forgot who did you even tell that you are an atheist? Who was the first person you told? Or you never still tell anybody? Yeah. Your family, I your close circle, your family and friends, among your family and friends. 
Okay. So okay, as of now, my parents they know I'm an atheist now, but like I didn't have to I didn't actually go to openly say, Okay, daddy, mommy, and I'm I'm an atheist and stuff like that. How it happened was that <laughs> um, I used to save most of these atheistic contents on my phone. Okay. And so my junior brother, like my he's twelve now, so he used to play games with my phone and sometimes he would go to my gallery. And so he was like he was now watching some of this content and to me it was <laughs> it was a huge thing for this guy. Like he was like, Why am I doing all these things? And you'll see videos where they will be slandering Christians and stuff like that. And then over time, like in my house, they do nightly devotion, like in the nights for devotion. So even though I used to go for like when I was beginning to have my doubts, I used to go for devotion normally, but yeah. Then uh, there was no enthusiasm again. Like I don't, I don't, I stopped leading songs. I even used to force myself to sing and so I used to murmur and stuff like that. And then one day I just I went out and I came back and <laughs> my mom was like, "So she, uh, me, I think that anything that is happening in her house, she will not know." And I'm like, "What's that? What's wrong?" She said, "Don't worry. This night she'll see. This night I must pray. This night is me that will must lead prayer." Uh, and I was just laughing. And then in the night when she said I should pray, and I was like, no, me, I'm not in the mood to pray. She said, what? she was not like telling my father that something is really going on in this house and me, I don't want to talk. And yeah, my dad, my dad is a lawyer. So like he has, he, he reads far and wide, even though he's a Christian, but he understands my point of view. So... Basically, when um, my mom told him stuff like that, he was he didn't push me back. The only thing he told me was like, I remember that night he asked me that what's happening. I told him that Christianity is not working for me again. He now asked me why. Why do I think so? I said I've done my research and all of that. My dad knows I'm a person that that reads wide like him too. So it was like him too. He used to have those doubts. You know all those are vibes now. Mm-hmm. They'll start telling you how they have doubts. Hey. So it was like him too. He used to have those doubts that he doesn't know whatever I read, but he believes that somehow I'll return. Mm. And I somehow, somehow, my overtime, like the next few weeks, it was always me and my mom. I like having random arguments. She'd be like. She even goes as far as her trying to cry. She'll be like, so <laughs> me, I don't believe in her own God and stuff. And I'm like, no, mommy, okay. I saw you talking, mommy, see your, see your grandparents. Your grandparents used to believe in the traditional gods. Why don't you believe in those traditional gods now? Oh. She'll not be like, no, 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 no. I should not bring that one. I, I said, mm-hmm. Tom, the same way you left your parents' traditional gods, that's the same mm-hmm. way me have left my own parents' gods. So that's just, so over time, over months, she now got his return. Like that, they don't forget me. So they, they pray, they, they pray, they pray, they pray, they pray, they pray, they pray, they finish prayer, I'll come outside, come greet them in the night. They look in the prayer for, for God to touch your heart. I'm always part of the arrest my son. I remember we had we had an episode last Christmas. Yeah. Normally uh, the Christmas like ritual in my house is like they will do changing and all of that, all these preparations now. So when everything was prepared, I was now like eating how I used to eat normally and they were like 
my mom was like, I don't believe in her God, but when it comes to eating his food, I'm always available. <laughs> and I'm like, mommy, any food, you, any food you cook at home, I'll eat. I won't deprive myself for food I because mean. tagged by God and stuff like that. So, yeah. If but we still have me, I will chop only communion. Make a better food. Yes, that. is insane, man. So yeah, uh, to wrap up now, I want to ask you one. Is it maybe, maybe this is the final question. Hopefully, um, okay. But yeah, on a personal level, how do you see religion being responsible for the state of our country, Nigeria? How is religion fucking us in the ass, basically? Okay, so I believe this mindset that many there are many. There are many, uh, should I say, bad mindsets that people have that stem out from religion, like, let's say homophobia, and then, let's say, um, this particular form of violence that, uh, that, like, that Muslims tend to have. Not all Muslims, Shah, but oh like... All those, all, those, all those, I don't like to put caveat, I throw all of them under the bus, because those who <laughs> cannot kill, can set you up for killing. And those who don't set you up will say, aha, good for you. So, all yeah. of them are together. Why, why am I actually trying to specify? It's because I have I have Muslim friends that, that actually don't share those mindsets with them. So, like, if I think about them, I just see, like, not all of them share that mindset. So, okay. Basically, things like that, like, I just see, and then the recent election palaver now, they were now uh, trying to marginalize each other in hand. You see, those kind of mindsets, like, is really a disadvantage to us, like, as a nation. And the fact that uh, whenever you're an atheist, and then, you know, Nigeria, obviously, is, like, popularly, like, most people are religious, either they are Christians or Muslims. And then as an atheist, you just tend not to share beliefs in any of them. They try to tag you as a, as a bad egg in anything, and then probably in groups, if there's a bad luck, they actually try to attribute it to the facts that you are among them and stuff like that, all this kind mm-hmm. of discrimination. Uh, so I was saying those are the disadvantages I have observed so far. That's some fucked up shit, man. Yeah. That's of like, religion is just the mentality. Like, ah, I just look at like, we are wicked, we are wicked people. <laughs> we are wicked people as a country and it's almost as if we deserve the wicked leaders that we have <laughs> yes we are uh, wicked it's, it's very glaring whether Christian yeah. or Muslim or whatever we are wicked so uh, let sure. me ask you one random question have you ever been uh, asked have you, have you ever in your arguments little arguments you've had has anybody thrown Pascal wager to you Pascal's wager uh, I was a big fan of. I I used to always shy away for, from the Pascal's wager argument until I I now realized that it only worked on uh, the Abrahamic religion, that's um, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. When you right. tend to shift, because basically those are the ones that like Pascal's wager is just like okay if you if you believe and eventually there's a hell or heaven. Ahem, you are fine, but if you don't if you don't believe and 
it's so com- I, I don't know how to explain them. Mm, if you but believe, then you, if, it's, it's better to believe and find out that there's no yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Than to not but believe then, and find out that there's a hell. Something like uh, that. Uh, so but when you move to something like Buddhism and Hinduism, you see, those people basically believe in reincarnation of coming back in form of animals. So how do you try to apply that to their own religion? If you talk of Taoism, Taoism is like they are always in the quest for immortality. So how mm. do you even apply that to their own religion? And I just, when I became an atheist, I became so fascinated with religion. I had to make, I, I believe now I'm so enlightened with like very many religions. Like, any, any arguments where you know you won't bring, bring and come, I go. Everything you bring, I must get the Buddha for you. Uh, and I believe that's one, that's one advantage of being an atheist. You know, you, you get to research a lot and over time amongst your peers, you are somehow like on top of the food chain when it comes to intelligence and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Based on how you have some of us, you some are. of us know research. This is what we talk about, like the one of uh, Buddhism, Taoism. Me, I just put it as uh, you are assuming is only your God that exists. So all the other people, yeah. God, Unko, you are, you are uh-huh. there's only two horses that are running. There are thousands of horses in the, uh, the others. So that's what I mean. All the one of Buddhism and even the Wakafa, I don't even know. I know. know yeah, I used to ask that. He said for this one. So. <laughs> and I always, I always tell them this thing. I tell them that there's a time coming when this Christianity that they are seeing is a very popular. It will soon die. Because when you look back to the Greek, if you, if you went back to during Plato's time and uh, Socrates' time, if you told people, the common man then, that the Greek religion, that over time people won't believe in Zeus, they will even answer yourself. Uh-huh. Because like that was a very major thing in the world as at the time. If you go to ancient Egypt, if you tell them that there's a time coming where nobody will even think of your gods, nobody will believe you. And over time, you have seen nobody even... Who's, if you ask small Pekin said they don't know any Egyptian god. But these oh, were things that were like, don't turn to movie character, MCU character. Exactly, like the days are acting. So there are I, see, I, see, I see a future where Jesus will, will soon join the MCU. Ah, they will <laughs> blasphemy go turn regular things. Yes. <laughs> yeah, don't fucking kill me. Oh, well, bro, that's nice happy. Do you want us to find you online? Okay. Um, you want I to be online? It's your choice. Uh, no need to. No pressure. No, no, I don't think I want to be found online for now because, mm-hmm. like, even if you find me online, I'm not really posting contents relating to atheism and stuff like that. No, so, about it. it's, just, it's just a way for people to connect. This is that's what this podcast is about. Okay, Connecting okay, okay. So, my, my Twitter handle is um, Victor Adima, that's um, Dr. Victor. That's okay. Victor spelled as P E E K T O R H. So basically, okay. that's my Twitter handle. Okay. Right. And nice Twitter one. is the only thing that you might find me on that mm-hmm. I want to spoke. Yeah. At all, at all. Nothing do you. Nothing do you. It's more than enough. Yeah. So, Victor, Victor, it was great having you here. Thank you for coming to share your story with us. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please subscribe up. 
Apple, Spotify, Google, YouTube, and other places you find podcasts. Check out the show notes for links you may find useful. Reach out if you want to share your story. We'd love to, to hear from you. Have a great week, and I will catch you on the next one.